evening. Please stand.
His mercy endures forever. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you've made and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts that we, worthily lamenting our own sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Zion, and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. A people come, great and strong, the like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be any such after them, even for many successive generations. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God? Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and nursing babies. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priest who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? The word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks. Tonight's psalm is Psalm 103, and it will be read by the half verse. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness. And justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses. His acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. 
For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. And it's righteousness to children's children. To such as keep his covenant. And to those who remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. And his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels. Who excel in strength. Who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. second reading comes from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, starting at verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Matthew, chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. 
Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men or to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. The gospel of the Lord. Well, this is uh, hugely important, and uh, 
I'm always disappointed that I couldn't get all of you uh, time off from your job so you could get the imposition of ashes in the morning uh, because it's a really wonderful experience to walk around with these ashes on. And uh, that you can if you come to that early 8 o'clock service. Well, listen, this is, uh, this is the beginning of our Lenten season, and it's, a, it's an amazing experience. If you haven't, for some reason, uh, experienced that before, uh, I really encourage you to, to dive in and uh, try and get the most out of it you can. It's a special time. It's a time where we really focus on our needs our inabilities, our shortcomings, and uh, really ask the Lord to uh, do a number on us. And then it all ends with this spectacular uh, Easter season as we come together for Easter and receive that. Scripture says we're a peculiar people. And uh, this is one of those opportunities that you have to become peculiar even in sight of the world, uh, just by those ashes that uh, you may or may not have on your forehead. But I've studied for fasc- with fascination for years and years this tendency that we have to give in to peer pressure. And uh, perhaps from the original garden experience, man's overconscious of themselves and they're extremely vulnerable to how they're perceived and received by others in smarts and charisma in really every way. I remember when I was young, all I wanted to do was blend in. Just uh, and the goofy things that I observed through life, even my own experience. I remember my uh, my mother was really interested in... Um, you know, having us dress Ivy League when I was a kid in high school. And so we're normally 98% of the kids wore, uh, you know, denims, Levi's. But uh, she had me in, uh, um, I don't know what you call the, the material, but the pants, they had cuffs, and they were, uh, you really looked uh, goofy. And so I, I, I remember... Just waiting and waiting because my parents were cheapskates and I knew that eventually I would grow enough in those years that she'd have to let out the cuffs and then I wouldn't have cuffs on my pants anymore. <laughs> but can, can any of you relate to that, young and old? Come on. Come on, that's just who we are and where we're at and what we have a tendency to, uh, to be and to give in to. We're often consumed in that way, being well thought of and smart and successful, the most popular. I I remember uh, I I saw my son Kit a few days ago, (laughs) and in high school, either junior or senior, he's voted most popular guy in school. So I asked him, I said, hey, how's that working out? (laughs) <laughs> he said, it ain't. <laughs> it, it lasts just about till you get out of high school. 
So all these things are, are, are very usual for us, but quite the contrary for Jesus. Quite the contrary. Though the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, he worked very diligently to make himself a man of no reputation. And if we're truly successful in our Christian witness and ministry to the world, <coughs> we must always try and take such an approach. To take the low road is to put others before yourself. Always be assured of your powerful gifts calling to a lost world. But don't ever, don't ever forget that you're a mere vessel and it's God working through you. Second Peter, which was their <clears throat> New Testament reading past Sunday, in the 16th verse, he says, For we didn't follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses to his majesty. Imagine that. Eyewitnesses. And in his second letter, he also writes about this emerging population of believers, which we now refer to as a church. And he, he affirms his steadfast and sure belief in the scriptures and the gospel accounts to lead us and to move us along on that journey. And he does it, obviously, in hopes that we'll secure a deep faith in the Gospels and his writings as a roadmap for a richer Christian life. And to this day, to his success, we follow that type of information and instructions and strive to align our lives with theirs, seeking also to be faithful seekers of Christ. And so we do these things like we do tonight, and we pray that they'll have an uh, impact on not only us, but to the, to the world around us. And I really uh, can't tell you how much I appreciate those of you who get in the boat with me, with us, and... Uh, are willing to take these kind of journeys like the Lenten journey that we take every Lenten season. And so what we're going to do tonight, which we all we do every uh, Lenten season, every Ash Wednesday, we're going to ask the Lord to bless it and to keep us in this time and to make this meaningful and really, really experience the richness the richness that can be ours as followers of Jesus Christ. Dear people of God, the first Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection, and it became the custom for the church to prepare for them by a season of penance and fasting. This season of Lent provided a time in which converts to the faith were prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when those who, because of notorious sins, 
had been separated from the body of the faithful, they were reconciled by repentance, penitence, and forgiveness, and restored to the fellowship of the church. Therefore, the whole congregation was put in mind of a message of pardon and absolution as set forth in the gospel of our Savior and of the need which all Christians constantly have to renew their repentance and faith. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church, to the observance of Holy Lent, by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, self-denial, by reading and meditating on God's Word, to make a right beginning of repentance and is a mark of our mortal nature, let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, and our Redeemer for a time. Almighty God, you've created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and penitence. We may remember that it's only by your gracious gift that we are given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior.
expression of this.
Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And so you are justified when you speak and upright in your judgment. Indeed, I have been wicked from my birth, a sinner from my mother's womb. For behold, you look for truth deep within me and will make me understand wisdom secretly. Purge me from my sin and I shall be pure. Wash me and I shall be clean indeed. Make me hear of joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving help again, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. I shall teach your ways to the wicked, and sinners shall return to you. Deliver me from death, O God, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness, O God of my salvation. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Had you but desired it, I would have offered sacrifice, but you take no delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us recite the litany together. Most holy and merciful Father, we confess to you and one another, and to the whole community of saints in heaven and on earth, that we have sinned by our own fault in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We've not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength, We've not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We've not forgiven others as we've been forgiven. Have mercy on us, Lord. We have been deaf to your call to serve as Christ served us. We have not been true to the mind of Christ. We have grieved your Holy Spirit. Have mercy on us, Lord. We confess to you, Lord, all our past unfaithfulness, the pride hypocrisy, and impatience of our lives. We confess to you, Lord, appetites and ways and our exploitation of other people. We confess to you, Lord, our anger at our own frustration and our envy of those more fortunate than ourselves. We confess to you, Lord, our intemperate love of worldly goods and comforts and our dishonesty in daily life and work. We confess to you, Lord. Our neglect in prayer and worship 
our failure to commend the faith that is in us. We confess to you, Lord. Accept our repentance, Lord, for the wrongs we have done, for our blindness to human need and suffering, and our indifference to injustice and cruelty. Accept our repentance, Lord, for all false judgments, for uncharitable thoughts toward our neighbors, and for our prejudice and contempt toward those who differ from us. Accept our repentance, Lord. Restore us, good Lord, and let your anger depart from us. Favor us, for your mercy is great. Accomplish in us the work of your salvation. That we may show forth your glory in the world. By the cross and passion of your Son, our Lord, bring us with all your saints to the joy of his resurrection. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desires not the death of sinners, but rather that they may turn from their wickedness and live, has given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardons and absolves all those who truly repent and with sincere hearts believe his holy gospel. Therefore, we beseech him to grant to us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do on this day, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. With your spirit. Let us offer one another the peace. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. Made ready for those who love Him, for those who want to love Him more. So come, you who have much faith, you who have little, you who have been here often and you who haven't been here long, you who tried to follow and you who failed, come. Because it's the Lord who invites you. It is His will that those who want Him should meet Him here. So come the table. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He came among us as a man to lead mankind from darkness into the light of faith. Through Adam's fall, we were born as slaves of sin. But now, through baptism in Christ, we're reborn as your adopted children. Earth unites with heaven to sing the new song of creation as we adore and praise you forever in the unending hymn 
of praise. Spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he's given up to death, the death he freely accepted. He took bread and he gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples and he said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup Again, he gave thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. If you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ Christ has died. Christ Christ is is risen. And Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread and the saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world and make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, and all of our clergy. Remember those who we specially pray for, sick and firm, spirit, soul, or body, Susan and Naomi and Sonia and Sandra, Karen and Tammy and David, Nell and Nancy and Jerry, Liliana, the house family, the Marines and sailors at Camp Pendleton and all those serving in our armed services. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. And as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, the martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours. Almighty God and Father, now and forever. Amen.
Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and we have courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Remember, no hallelujahs. Christ, our Passover sacrifice for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them to remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who recall to the supper of the Lamb.
sure who the word's for. Maybe it's for several of you. Actually, it's a good general word for any of us in the Lenten season who are pressing in, and you're going to make gains in the Lord. You're going to take, you're going to take from the enemy yardage. And what always happens, what always happens, this big boy talk, is he tries to take it back. And so you're going to feel resistance. If you really have just kicked it in the high gear or getting ready to just plan, you're going to get resistance. But fear not, greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Enemy is powerless. Don't let him scare you. Don't let him take anything from you. You... Move courageously in these times. Amen? Amen. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you've graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Why don't we do St. Michael's together? No, we can sing it or we can say it. Why don't we just try to say it with me, all right? St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who roam throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Remember the gospel. God is in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself, not counting men's sins against them. And he loves us. He's forgiven us. He's not mad at us. And he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.
into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Oh uh-huh. 